I'm Caitlin. And I am Jillian. And we are the hosts of the <laughs> OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends. Recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. <sighs> Guys! <laughs> We're here for more Goblin. Mm-hmm. I'm a little punch drunk after a late night of working. Blech. But I'm very excited to talk about these episodes. They were good episodes. They were. I feel like, um, why did they save all the good stuff for the last six episodes? <laughs> That's what I was saying last time. <laughs> I know. It took so long to, like, get to the really good guts of it. Yeah, and I think we'll get into, well, I definitely have some thoughts, but I feel like some things just ended real quick. Yes. And they Uh could have uh uh definitely milked some things a little bit more. Yes. Instead of going to Canada like 17 times. Yes, and the pull the sword out. No. Pull the sword out. Okay. Pull the sword out. No. (laughs) All that whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um. (sighs) But overall, these two episodes were very enjoyable. Yes. So, uh, before we jump in, we're going to do a quick little rundown of where you can find us on the internet. Uh, you can tweet us at OKDramaPod, and uh, you can talk to us on Instagram at OKDramaPodcast, and you can send us an email at OKDramaPodcast at gmail.com. We also have a website, okdrama.com, and you will find, uh, you know, links to episodes, links to support the show by making purchases from Fashion Shinku and Tebuk Box, and you can become a patron, and you'll get fun little merchy things, stickers, bonus episodes. And for the bonus episodes, it's only like $3. I'm just jumping in to say that. Yeah, it's pretty affordable. Yeah, for like so. for like episodes that are about the same length as our normal app. So yeah, and two a month, yes. you get two bonus episodes a month. So it's like paying a dollar fifty per episode. Yeah, I mean, not bad. And you, we have an Etsy. Yay! So uh, you can buy cute pins and stickers and patches and the like. I'm wearing my Manwall pin today. It's so cute. I liked your photo. Thanks. Thank you. Yes, I saw. It's <laughs> a very cute photo. Thank you. I um was standing on my bed because that's like the only blank wall and <laughs> the lighting was good. I'm like not very confident in my selfie taking ability. That so. was a good selfie. Thank you. Yeah, I I overthink selfies a lot, so I just don't smile and I'm good. Then, yeah, then you I have, like, a really nice face, uh, like, a not-smiling face. Oh, thank you. I feel like, because your face is, like, very, like, angular, but mm-hmm. my face is very, like, round and kind of chubby. Like, <laughs> I have chubby cheeks, so if I don't smile, I feel, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so naturally inclined to smile. That's okay. And I feel a little saggy if I don't <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never noticed that, but I think it's definitely okay to smile. Well, it's great thanks. to smile. Yeah, I mean, smile if you want, don't smile if you don't want. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway. Oh, 
off topic, but kind of not. Yeah. Um, did you clock the Instagram conversation I had with someone yesterday? On no. On our goblin post? Um, a person that had uh, left us a review on iTunes commented uh-huh. saying that they couldn't wait for the episode and I recognized that fucking username right away because it was the same one. And I was like, nice. oh, my God, it's you. You <laughs> reviewed us. Thank you. And it was just like a really dumb conversation. But it was funny and cool to see a person like kind of IRL but not really like recognize yeah. that, that screen name. Cool. Yeah. Did they, they left us a nice review? They did, yes. I'm pretty oh sure God. I read it to you one Miles. time. Miles is like losing his mind at the, at the door. Okay. Evie's being a good girl. She's under the blanket. Yeah. Oh, man, these cats, I feel like our audio would be so good if the cats <laughs> were not in I the know. picture. I know. Mine are quiet right now. I don't know why. I'm just going to. That's good. Not, go try not it. to jinx it. Yeah. Can you hear it? Yes, I can. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, we're just going to hope I can edit that out. (laughs) So, uh, Goblin, I'm excited. So, should we just do it? Let's just do it. Okay. Do I start? You can start. Should I just start every episode? Sure. (laughs) Let's see if you remember that. Because I always say, uh, do you want to start? And you always say, you can go first. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if you remember this for next time. You can start it all the time. Okay. So, episode 13. We are back at the temple. Kimshin is being very dramatic. He's, uh, like, choking Reaper out after learning that he is Wang Yo. And Reaper... Okay. In these episodes... I'm like, Reaper, sweetie, use your brain. Like, put two and two together. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's always like, am I Wangyo? Mm-hmm. Is she, is she Kim-sun? Am I Wangyo? Is that Park Jung-hun or whatever the uh-huh. whole name is? Like, yes, Reaper. Last Those to know. The characters. <laughs> Last to know. Yes, but he is just in a state of disbelief that he could be that shitty king from the past and both men start to tear up because it's, like, a very overwhelming scene. They love each other. Um, yeah. Kimshin is yelling at him for killing his innocent family members. Again, Reaper's like, I, I can't believe it. I killed all those people. Uh, Kimshin gets frustrated and is like, you know what? Fuck this. I had to live with my memories for 900 years well, you got a free pass, and you don't remember anything, and of course, God is always on your side. And he just walks off, and Reaper is devastated, because he lost his best friend, mm-hmm. and part-time lover. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, not great. No. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Shin gets home, he picks up Untak. And they decide to stay at the chairman's house for a while, because he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I want to stay here. The Reaper's here." Um, and then I yeah. know. And then she tells them about her encounter with Park Jun Hon. Hon. 
Yeah, Han, I Han? think. Han? Oh, okay. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Park Jun Han and apologizes for not telling him about Wang Gil, but says she wanted fate to decide if the men actually met. Do Kwa is like, what? Y'all are living here? Why though? What's He's happening? really the last to know. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, Untak volunteers to stay with Sunny since she's also going through a hard time. Everyone's just basically like all upset. Heartbroken, devastated, confused, angry, mm-hmm. all the emotions. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have like sad shots of Sunny and the Reaper standing outside of the house at different times for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And oh, just like missed connections. Yes, exactly. Uh, Sunny and Untak talk about her past, Sunny's past. And Sunny seems to remember Reaper even though he tried to wipe her memory. And it's because, like, those were also great times, and he told her to remember the good times or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And he was the good time. I mean, with that face. (laughs) You don't want to forget that face. (laughs) Right. Uh, Then there is a quick scene of the Hubei Reaper with our fairy godmother in red. And as usual, it's, like, very (laughs) cryptic. He's complaining about her, like, his shitty living conditions. And her being, like, a terrible landlord. Um, But she's like, yeah, you know, life is tough. Fate is really cruel. But, like, we know that she's actually talking about Mm -hmm. the situation with our Reaper and Goblin family. Yeah. Um, Then, oops. Okay, then Park Jun Hun. Hun? Hun? (laughs) Literally Uh, just had that conversation. Yeah. Okay. I think in these... I'm going to go with Han. Yeah, I think in the subtitles it says Han on the show. Okay. Okay, so then Park Jun Han continues to be a creep. I hate him. He's so uh, gross. I don't like his purple tongue. No. Why or did his, they do that? his little, like, <laughs> fucking dead-ass fingers. And he's yeah. all creaks. <laughs> fucking <laughs> rickety cricket. You were doing the rickety cricket thing from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like haven't seen that show, have you? I have not watched every episode. Have no. you seen Rickety Cricket yet? Did you ever? Read I don't him? know. I don't think so. He's like a priest that like went to school with them, and they mm-hmm. used to kind of make fun of him. Um, and he, I think he had he had like he's like rickety. He had like some like health thing, and they would call him Rickety Cricket. And then he ended up he was in love with Dee, and she never dated him. And then she saw him as I a think priest. I did. Yes, yes. I think I so did. So she know. dates okay. him. She fucking breaks his heart. And I don't know uh-huh. if you've seen any more than that, but that poor fucking guy, his life is just destroyed. Like later on in the seasons, you just slowly see him devolve and just get like nastier and just like more oh, fucked. Like it's so awful what they did to this character. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> but his little like rickety body is similar to fucking Park Jung Hoon over here. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll like move my body in a certain way, and I like hear my bones kind of like creak or pop, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh God, I'm way too young. <laughs> Need to get some like little oil, oil my joints mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. Tin man. Um, yes. But we're back to Park Jun Han <laughs> being a creep, <laughs> rickety, whatever. <laughs> rickety Jun Han. Uh, <laughs> rickety 
cheat on. Uh, uh, and we see him creeping on the pretty reaper about her past life sins, and she lets him get away because they're both sinners, and he's like, I won't tell if you don't tell. <laughs> so she's like, fine. Uh, then Eunuch Park, which is what I will probably call him so I don't have to deal with his name, <laughs> he goes to Sunny's chicken shop, and he knows that she's a former queen. Like, he knows everything. Yeah. Because he's the first to know, it seems. Um, and he's like, you know what? I hate you. I'm going to kill you in this lifetime, too. But Reaper, like, pops in, and he's, like, not on my watch. And I love his, like, little hat. Like, I love it when he um, pokes his hat yes. above his eyeline. It looks so cool. And at that moment, I was like, how is he not understanding that, like, I guess he doesn't have his memory yet at this point. Yeah. So he doesn't know what that guy looks like. But I'm like, okay, but he you knows, see this? he knows the story. Yes, like he knows the story. He knows that he's Wang Yo, so they're only missing one other character or person. The one this. that I was saying, like, he's got to yeah. show up. Yeah. And um, he's like, I'm going to kill this bitch. And he looks ancient. Like, <laughs> he's clearly from that time period. So I would be like, mm, this, this ain't right. You know. My deductive reasoning yes. leads me to believe yes. that you are the bad eunuch, but he's like, I wonder if he knows me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. The Reaper ends up calling uh, Park Jung-hon out for feeding on dark human souls to survive, and then we mm-hmm. see that he's been like the little shithead demon causing accidents throughout Untak's life. Like, yeah. with the bus and with just, like, everything. Every fucked up thing that's happened to her. Yeah, with the drive-by with the, or whatever hit and run. Yeah, the hit and run with her mom I was and like, everything. the fuck? Yeah, so he's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a little confusing how, how much he's been around. <laughs> um, the Reaper starts to strangle him and demands to know his name. You already know his name, honey. Mm-hmm. Park Jun-hon slips out of his grasp and he taunts the Reaper for not knowing his own name and for loving Sonny in this life too. Another hint, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, Park Jun-ho reiterates that Reaper will hold on to Kim Sun slash Sunny, but she will die again anyway. And then he vanishes and starts making people collapse on the street and mm-hmm. the Reaper is still confused. Sweetie. <laughs> and like ha- like all those people just like passing out on the street and like people yeah. are like standing and walking by and they're like what? what? what's happening? am I next? <laughs> so um, weird I'm really concerned for them do you think they died or do you think he just like I don't know I feel I mean, like he would kill them because he's just shitty yeah. And like oh, for him certainly. Yeah, for him, like why not? You know? Yeah. Just feeding off of those souls. Mm-hmm. As so, one does. Yeah. I guess that's how you stay alive for nine hundred mm-hmm. years if you're not a goblin. Yeah. But boy does uh, he look bad. Yeah, no. Not good for your skin. No. <laughs> feeding off of human souls. <laughs> uh so 
Kimshin and Reaper have more sad boy time as they think about living together. And then there's that, like, you know, drama trope where someone answers the phone, but no one talks Mm -hmm. and it's awkward. So Reaper finally approaches Untak at school and he asks her to draw the goblin sword. He points out that he knows that she's probably on goblin side, but asks for a favor anyway. He gives Untak the jade ring and asks her to give it to Sunny so he won't have any excuse to go see her. He tells her that Sunny probably won't remember him anyway, but Untak is like, I think she remembers you, (laughs) but after he walks away. That was me last week. (laughs) Yeah. I think she remembers you. (laughs) I think she's gonna remember him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sunny and Untak talk about Reaper and past life stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Again, kind of more of the same. Like, Mm -hmm. are you waiting for your king? My king can't come. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, She, Sunny recalls how, and like we said, she recalls how happy she must have been in her past life and now, since she still has all of her memories, even though Reaper told her to only keep the happy ones. Mm -hmm. So she's just so in love. Even when she was dying, she was happy <laughs> to see her shitty husband. Uh, Sunny goes to see Kimshin and urges him to let go of the past, but Kimshin argues it's still his present life, and he can't let go of it yet, and he won't forgive Wang Yo. Which I don't agree with. Like, well, okay. I wonder if I get over things too easily, or if I'm not empathetic enough, because... Would you forgive the person who killed your sister if it had been 900 years and they didn't remember? If they were, like, reborn mm-hmm. and, like, it's their soul but, like, complicated and not, mm-hmm. then yes, I would forgive them. Because, especially, like, in this situation, because he's mm-hmm. been fucking living with the Reaper. For, like, it it feels like months have gone by that they've been living together, you know? And, like... I think so, yeah. Like, this is a completely different person. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's obviously grown and evolved and doesn't have someone in his ear as a child fucking destroying his life, you know? And, like... Yeah. Causing him to do shitty things. Like, this is an entirely different person who has no recollection of this and feels remorseful for it, even though he doesn't remember it. Yeah, and who clearly would not make that decision mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. if presented with that option. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm on team, just let it go. Yes. But he's very stubborn. And Sunny seems disheartened because she still loves Reaper, but she tells her brother to move forward And she promises to become happy in this lifetime to fulfill her promise. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We then cut to Reaper, who looks at the drawing of the sword, but he's then suddenly called to his tea room. And this is where shit gets crazy. Yeah, I love this. (laughs) Yeah, they call him in and like a little like bell or something rings and he's like Mm -hmm. a puppy like, (gasps) and then he just like Mm -hmm. disappears in the tea room. And we come to find out that there's two guys there and they are investigators and they're there to discipline him for his recent misconduct and then um it cuts to a moment where the reaper is reflecting on all the times he abused his power and it's like oh yeah he really did fuck up a lot 
<laughs> so many times. Yeah. God damn. And, like, I don't... I guess he never thought to question, like, am I going to get in trouble for passing off these Untak cards every time they show up? Like... Or maybe he thought they were laying low enough, but... I don't know. Or someone I mean, fucking snitched. Fucking yeah. crickety, rickety <laughs> Park Juno probably tattled on him somehow. Just to fuck everything up some more. Um, he admits it, though. He says, Sorry, yeah. I'm just thinking of rickety whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, he admits what he did, and he's like, I accept my punishment. And then the investigators start to lecture him about the punishment of a reaper. And then we see that the reaper's punishment for misconduct is to get his past life memories back. And he's like, what? No. And then everything comes back. Yeah, it's intense. Mm -hmm. I really liked this scene. Um, It's fucked. Yeah. So... Uh, we are back in his past life, and we see young Wang-yo full of rage and regret because he made a bad decision, and, you know, he can't really live with it. So he keeps, like, flipping over dinner tables, and we see him grow up, and he's still doing that thing. And one day, Park Jun-han is like, we're done with this, and he starts to poison him. <laughs> Uh, bringing him tonic instead of his regular dinner. Uh, Wang Yu knows what it means, but he drinks it anyway. And then we see him spending the rest of his days painting portraits of Kim Sun and wandering around like a crazy person. I I love how in K-dramas, um, in historical K-dramas, like, the guys have the bun on top of their head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're going to make this guy look crazy, so we're just going to give him a bunch of flyaways. <laughs> crazy um speaking of like heads and like head things Uh i hate um rickety junho whatever his name is but i Uh like those little like hat things that look like little bunny ears that are down oh yeah that he's always wearing it just looks like a little bunny with its ears back (laughs) it's cute i don't know like what significance that little hat is in like historical times but it's it's a cute little hat yeah, I, too, am confused by all of the different hats. Um, I would like to wear that hat, but I'd probably get in trouble for cultural appropriation. And because I'm a girl. Oh, no. I thought you were, like, back in the day. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, like, like if, if that hat was here now, I'd be like, oh, cute. <laughs> Put it on. But I feel like I'd get in trouble. Well, so I just admire I it. <laughs> I think as long as you're not like, look at this cool hat I found. Yeah. Isn't it so trendy? Yeah. I think if you're just admiring a hat, I think you're fine. You'll wear it. You, I'll make you wear it instead. I'll admire <laughs> okay. it on your head because it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, he's a crazy person. He finally starts to cry about how no one ever loved him and orders more tonic to be brought in so he can end his life. Woof. I know. Then we cut to present day and the investigator's like, you committed the biggest sin because he took his own life. Mm -hmm. And now he is a reaper. Mm -hmm. And now the reaper will have to live with the memories of his life as Wang Yo 
in the 200 years of hail, hail, hail. <laughs> I don't know why I said it, hail. Hail. I was trying to read it like really ominously. <laughs> It, that's just a southern accent is your ominous yeah. voice <laughs> yeah I have to live with those memories as Wangyo and the 200 years of hail he lived through prior to becoming a reaper he breaks down and cries and he finally accepts that he is in fact Wangyo mm-hmm. and that he killed all of those people including himself Ooh. I, I go far poor reaper mm-hmm crazy. Mm-hmm. Kinshin is still deep in thought, trying to figure out how to handle the situation with Reaper. He comes home to find Reaper standing in his room, looking at the picture of Kim Sun, and becomes enraged again. And he's like, give me that! You have no right to look at it. Uh, Reaper admits that he gave Kim Sun, Kim Shin, the sword, and that he killed everyone, and that he is Wangyo. Blah, blah, blah. He's finally getting up to speed on mm-hmm. everything. Uh, Kim Shin starts to yell at him and seems disgusted that Wang Yo killed himself even though Kim Sun died to protect him. Reaper cries, thinking about his past life, memories, and begs Kim Shin to kill him now. Which, is that possible? I-E-K. But I Kim Shin can't believe it and chides Reaper for wanting to throw away his life again. <laughs> He says Reaper should carry the burden of his sins alone. Which, I'm like, Reaper slash Wangyo, what are you doing? Like, you want to die again? He's so Already? sad. You're not even alive. He's, he's <laughs> such a sad boy. I know. <sighs> Back at the chicken shop, Untuk gives Sunny the ring. And then as they're, like, kind of talking, she mm-hmm. spots the fucking rickety eunuch park and Mm -hmm. he's just like staring and he's creaky and he's smiling and he's got his Mm -hmm. purple tongue that you love Mm -hmm. and he just like wants to kill Sunny he's Mm -hmm. he fucking hates her but Untak is like fuck now and she steps in front of her to protect her and Untak begs Sunny to get her lighter but Sunny's like what a lighter what do you see? Who do you see? What's happening? What do you need a lighter for? Yeah, Just, Sunny is girl, not responsive. Get the lighter. <laughs> Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Park Jung-hoon continues to advance, so Untuk covers Sunny, and her birthmark glows and pushes the ghost away. Mm-hmm. She's got some power. It, it's very intense. Yeah. Um, but it was like, it's kind of confusing because he just like disappears, and then she passes mm-hmm. out, and I was like, wait, what happened? What just happened? Yeah, like that that encounter. You're like a, you're like Sunny. Like yeah, what, what that encounter just like went so quickly. It was crazy. Um, she's, yeah. She, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. I feel like that is a moment they definitely could have milked more. Yes. Where I know, I think, uh, the unit talks about this later, but I feel like they should have made it very clear that. He hates Kim Sung because she, like, was a good influence on mm-hmm. Wang Yo. And Wang Yo went crazy and stopped whatever. Like, Wang Yo lived full of regret because of Kim Sung. 
And I feel like it's semi-hammered home, but I just would really like that conversation. It's definitely fuzzy. And especially here, like, we know he doesn't like her because she, Mm -hmm. like, married him or whatever. But it, like, they never go into depth as to why he hates her. Yeah. Because everything that we've kind of seen, it just seems like she was sort of the queen who didn't really do or say anything until the end. Yeah. I definitely would have liked to see more, like, her, maybe her and him by themselves, like, uh, Kim Sun mm-hmm. and Wang Yo by themselves, and, like, her making him laugh and him being happy with her, mm-hmm. and, like, feeling really conflicted because I feel like it, it just looks like Wang Yo is a moody teenager who fucking hates everyone. Yeah. And it's kind of confusing, like, oh, did he really care about Sunny that much that he went crazy? Because mm-hmm. like, we don't you know see that mean? on our end. Yeah. Other right. than, like, the moment where he's, like, watching her balance bowls on her shoulders. Like, there's yeah. not really any scenes of them together. Yeah, it's like that and, like, the one time he catches her. Yeah. And calls her and says she's heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Which is kind of... Is that going back to when the Reaper catches her? Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I didn't. I never thought about that. I didn't that. think about that either. Until just now. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess Aww. it's like a little throwback. Huh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, he fucking mm-hmm. hates her. Um, and Untak is able to kind of save the day very mm-hmm. weirdly and quickly, um, thanks to her birthmark. Mm-hmm. But she passes out from the ordeal, and her birthmark has faded even more. Sunny helps to get her home, and Untak then summons Kimshin. And he's concerned because her birthmark is almost gone. And no one really knows what that means or why that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she tells him about the encounter with Park Jun-ho. And she's worried that he's going to go after Sunny because she was definitely his target. But Kim Shin is like, no, nah, it's okay. Someone else is looking out for her. I'm like, okay. Ha. Huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Reaper then meets with his Hubei, and he gives him the paperwork to file the report on Park Jun-ho, which is good, finally, mm-hmm. getting somewhere. And then the Hubei Reaper gives our Reaper another Untuk death note. Yeah. And it says Just, in, like, like two weeks. Slide across. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, present day Reaper seems very loyal because he's like, I don't want you to get in trouble. Totally, yeah. Slide it over. Yeah. Uh, Kim Shin and Reaper run into each other, and Reaper warns Kim Shin of Untak's death date. Kim Shin tells Reaper that Park Jun Han is after Sunny and asks him to protect her the way she protected him. Uh, Reaper asks why Kimshin came forward the day he died if he knew he wouldn't make it out alive. Uh, Kimshin makes a very dramatic speech and basically tells Reaper that he was loved and... Or that he wanted to tell Wang Yo that he was loved and that he should kill Park Jun-hun. <laughs> um, Kimshin then realizes he will have to use his sword to take out Park Jun-hun. Like, mm-hmm. the actual mm-hmm. sword. Not the water sword. Water sword. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they make it very clear, yes. like, the blade of water yes. will not defeat me. 
It's like, okay. Uh, so then we cut to Sunny, who cries as she thinks about her first meeting with Reaper. Okay, I love this moment. Um, this whole little scene. And she pulls herself together, and we see that Reaper is waiting for her outside of her place. He follows her around and, like, is not doing a very good job about being <laughs> sneaky, because she totally notices him. Uh, they finally end up on their bridge, and Sunny asks if he's a stalker, since he's been following her around for days. He gets flustered and insists that's not the case. She says it was nice to have him around, and that it felt like they were on a date, and she calls him Kim Woo Bin. <laughs> ha. Hmm. I love that. The Reaper is so shocked because <gasps> she remembers him. Mm-hmm. It's true. She explains that he didn't erase her memory properly since she enjoyed every moment with him, even the sad ones. They both cry as they think about their past lives, and Sunny gives Reaper the ring. She says they should really break up and says that her not falling for him is the only punishment she can give him. Then we cut to Untak and Kimshin having a romantic staycation, and Kimshin presents her with a copy of her contract that she originally drew up when she tried to pull out the sword the first time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just being cute and sweet and romantic. Yeah. Uh, later on, Kimshin is a sad boy again. I... As he cries and reads the contract, and we see him watching the people he loves and quietly saying goodbye. He's trying to go out, like quietly mm-hmm. this time not raise a big fuss like last yeah. time not giving people all these things <laughs> right uh Kyushin picks up Untak from school and asks her to help him with Park Junhan. he takes her to a rooftop and basically uses her as bait to lure the eunuch out Untak starts to realize that Park Junhan waited until Untak was vulnerable to approach her so he was just waiting for that birthmark to fade. Mm-hmm. Um, he plans to use Untak's body to take out Kim Shin's sword and kill him to get his final revenge. That is clever. Mm-hmm. That's smart. It's fucked up. Yeah, for real. <sighs> Nothing else to do but plan your revenge, I guess, for 900 years. Mm-hmm. He knows how to hold a grudge. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Park Jung-hoon appears, and he starts to strangle Untak, but she summons Kimshin. Um, also, her, like, death card changed, and it cut to, mm-hmm. um, the Reaper seeing it, like, change. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the Reaper's gonna come and save the day. The two boys are gonna save, save her. Mm-hmm. Um, Kimshin arrives, and Untak begs him to kill her first before the eunuch can possess her. But Park Jung-hoon, goddamn. <laughs> gets to her first. Possessed, Untak starts to grip the sword, and mm-hmm. she has now changed. She's got fucking asshole's voice. And you don't want to say his name anymore because I keep fucking it up and I feel bad. I'll just call him asshole. Um, but then the Reaper shows up and he's like Rickety cricket, rickety cricket, rickety cricket. <laughs> and then he, he like pulls him out of Untuk's body. Uh-huh. Untuk starts to collapse, but then Kimshin uses her hands to pull out the sword and he, he strikes the eunuch down. Um, when he's pulling that sword out though, 
I guess he, like, really mentally prepared for the pain. Because last time he couldn't handle that pain, and mm-hmm. he, like, nearly killed her. But this time he was just like, mm. Yeah. It's out. I guess it's, like, the life and death situations yeah. where you just get super strength. <laughs> uh, this is another scene that I wished was longer. Yes. Because this guy it- was, like, such an important big role as, like, the enemy. Yeah, and I kind of wanted Sunny to be there. Yeah. It should have taken place in the chicken shop. <laughs> <laughs> like, like fries and chicken flying everywhere. <laughs> you know, tables being uh-huh, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not on a helipad. And I expected, like, the two boys... Yeah, it's weird that it was on a fucking helipad. I expected the two boys to do more, like, tag-teaming. Yeah. Which I guess they sort of kind of did when he pulled his soul out of her body or whatever, and then Kim Shin did his thing, but I don't but know. But then he just stands there crying. I know. Which, I mean, that's probably what I would do, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was expecting, like, a big showdown here. Yeah. For sure. I I remember watching it, and I was like, this is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said, too, because I was, like, really into it. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then he he hit him with the non-water sword. And that be it. Yeah, I feel like Kim Shin should have been like, I'm avenging you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is when he should have had a dramatic speech. Yes. This is the moment. This is the moment for a to, speech. To the person that remembered everything and has always yes. remembered everything. Not the speech and, to the person who is in a new, like, body, basically. Yeah. And I feel like this also could have been a moment for Reaper to really drive home. Like, I'm a changed person. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this guy. Yeah. Or, oh my god, like, we're already rewriting the show. <laughs> but what if Kim Shin is like, I'm giving the sword back to you, King. And then mm. fucking Reaper is the one as the king to take him out. Yes. I mean, just saying. I mean, I <laughs> feel like... Quick little edit. I feel like if that had happened, then fucking Little Goblin wouldn't have gone, like, into little little embers and flown away. Well, he would have because the sword was already taken out. Well, I'm saying, though, that, like, oh. their bond would have been, like, so magical and beautiful. Oh, okay. Because they, <laughs> they're brought back together, like what I was saying in the last episode, uh, oh, where they right, just right, needed right, to, right. like, make up and kiss and, like, love each other. And then, like, uh-huh. the gods are going to be like, oh, beautiful. Oh, they okay. settled we'll everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that they would have just let him stay. But that didn't happen because the Reaper was just there crying <laughs> off to the yeah. side. So. Poor baby. <sighs> or they both needed to have their hands on the sword or something. Like, they, together. They both strike him down. <laughs> I just really want them to be gay together. <laughs> I just really want them to be lovers. Forget about Sunny and Untak. I just want it to be Kitchen and Reaper forever. Please. I'm sure there is fanfic Absolutely. Absolutely there is. <laughs> there has to be. Uh, yeah. They would be such a good-looking couple. Mm-hmm. And oh um, the actor that plays Kim Shin is so much better looking in this show than in Coffee Prince, I have to say. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> the wonders of styling. <laughs> and yes. not wearing fucking early 2000s vests all the time. And, like, shaggy hair. Yeah. And stuff. No, yeah. no, no, no. I like the hair he has now. Yes, for sure. Um, he's, like, super buff now. I don't know if you've seen pictures of him on the internet. So weird. No, I have not. But he he's, like, weirdly buff, like, superhero. I guess it's for a role. As but, a superhero? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Also, the photos that I see of Lee Dong-wook, I don't know if it's from this mm-hmm. new show, where he's also, like, shirtless. And I'm like, did he always have those muscles? <laughs> Because, I mean, I never, we never see him in this show uh-huh. in anything but, like, jackets and sweaters, which he looks cool in. Uh-huh. But, like, in fucking Strangers from Hell, he doesn't look like he would have muscles like that. Muscles. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he got buff for the show because he does have a few shirtless scenes mm-hmm. in the show. Um, it is so good, by the way. Like... Mm. I kind of wish we were covering it for the podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, we can't cover every good drama. No. Like, but it is. It's not our, it's it's so not our like, full-time job. Maybe if it was. No. Mm-hmm. Y'all can help Come with that. Patron. Patreon and <laughs> Etsy. Mm-hmm. Reviews. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, watch Tale of the Night Tale because it's really fucking good. Um, shout out to all of our Twitter friends who encouraged me to watch it and not just wait for it. Um, anyway, yeah, he's strong and still very (laughs) pale. He's, like, super skinny. Super skinny, but strong. Yeah, in Strangers, he looked super skinny. Yeah. And mysterious. In Trust Your Heart, he was... He looked, like, thin, uh-huh. but he wore, like, suits all the time. Uh. But he has that thing where it almost, like, I feel like sometimes his head looks too big for mm. how skinny his neck mm-hmm. is. So, that's kind of what I noticed, yeah, in Touch Your Heart. Mm-hmm. I had but. a, my my friend's mom used to always say when we were, like, in high school, like, <laughs> that our bodies are too small for our heads. And she would always, like, just talk shit about, like, how big our heads are on our little bodies and how fucked up it is. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like these fucking giant basketballs on toothpicks or something. It's not proportionate. Yeah. There there are some people who are, like, just so tiny, but they have a, I guess, regular-sized head. Big ol' head. Uh-huh. Mm. Anyway. Uh, Back to the show. <laughs> yeah, this was, like, before the climax of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the actual thing happens here that we've kind uh-huh. of been waiting to happen. Um, yes, yeah, so he now strikes him down with the real uh-huh. sword, and he looks over at Reaper and reports that he finally died a heroic death. Untuk rushes over to him, and she's, like, sobbing, sobbing, mm-hmm. sobbing, sobbing. And he tells her he'll beg God to at least let him appear as the rain and first snow. But Untuk is, like, inconsolable. She's fucked up. Yeah. 
And he tells her um, that he loves her as his body starts to turn to little embers, and he just, mm-hmm. like... And she keeps crying. Goes with the wind. Yes, exactly. Can and, you, yeah, I was thinking... Reaper's also just crying. Yeah, I was thinking, like, can you imagine actually witnessing that? He fucking got, like, thanos like yeah that's crazy yeah like can you imagine just like you're talking to alex and then alex is just like <laughs> just like dissolves like right I in front of your eyes like i would probably be like ood talk and i'd be like what <laughs> like how does that happen what is this yeah i mean i guess she was slightly prepared for it because mm-hmm. reaper told her Mm-hmm. But he said, no one really knows what's going to happen. Yes. But, yeah, that was crazy. Rough. And it was so short. Again, I'm Yes, gonna... again. And I was thinking, like, nah He's not gone. This is episode 13. Uh-huh. He ain't gone, y'all. No way. No way. So let's get, get started with episode 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that he has disappeared, and mm-hmm. then we get shots of Dilkwa, Sunny, Secretary Kim, Untak's friend for some reason, and Kimshin's soldier best friend. They all, like, mm-hmm. stop, and they're like, oh. What happened? Yeah, they get, like, this look <laughs> on their face, like, something fucked up just went went down. Then we see the writing in Kimshin's diary and Untak's book fade away, and it seems like every trace of him is being erased. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Untak senses that she's starting to forget him, so she runs to her notebook and writes herself a note to remember Kimshin. She describes him and reminds herself that she is his bride. She should have described his dinosaur features. <laughs> yes. I think all she writes is he's tall. Uh-huh, and has, like, dark hair. I'm like, girl, that's a lot of people. Yeah. A whole lot of people. Like, pretty yeah. much every Korean has dark hair. Yes. Unless, you know, they're a trendy young person. Yes. Who dyes it. But, yeah, most Koreans naturally have dark hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fade to black. And then we see Kim Shin in his Goryeo outfit, the outfit he died in. Uh, he's alone in a snowy desert-looking place, and Butterfly God has a voiceover <laughs> that says, He erased Kim Shin from everyone's mind as a consideration. We hear the godmother say that his punishment was over and he could finally rest in peace, but Kim Shin asks for permission to stay and come as the rain and snow, blah, blah, blah. The grandmother notes that this was foolish as God answers, I was with you before, but I'm not with you in this place. And he just flies away. So Kim Shin is stuck in, like, purgatory, I guess? Like, in between the living world and the afterlife. Well, had he known this is where he was going, I don't know that he'd ever want that sword pulled out. (laughs) I know. What? Um, well, I guess if he had been like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go, he would have just gone to yeah heaven or hell or wherever he was going to end up, but he didn't want to leave. <laughs> um, 
Back to the regular world, we see the godmother is back to her old lady form and is telling the story of how Kim Jin is stuck between this life and the afterlife to Kim Jin's reincarnated soldier bestie. She's just everywhere. Uh huh. She just knows everyone. I feel like I would like that job where I'm just like, so this Give is people what the happened. tea. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Wait till you hear. Uh huh. Um, nine years later, we see that Untak achieves her dream of becoming a radio producer. Yay, she goes out for coffee, and we see the Reaper is behind her. Exciting, but they don't mm-hmm. recognize each other? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And back at home, Untak remembers seeing a Reaper when she was nine and wonders if it was the same guy she saw at the cafe earlier, but decides it couldn't be the same person. And then we see Untak just basically going through her things that Kim Shin gave her. But she can't remember where she, where they came from or when she got them or, like, what the story is. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah, because turns out it's hard to erase a person from your life <laughs> yeah. if you shared very big moments yep. with that person. I don't know what God was thinking. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little confused, too, with, like, the memory stuff, because mm-hmm. it's, like, she doesn't remember Reaper either, but she remembers Sunny. Yeah. Well, I... I'm thinking maybe Untak just kept working at the chicken shop. Mm. Like, like, she... Because Sunny says, you never went to my old shop, so Untak doesn't remember working... There, I guess Untak just keeps working at the chicken shop, thinking, like, she got the job on her own or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it is kind of confusing. Yeah, like, the the memory, selective memory loss. <laughs> hmm Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of the chicken shop, she goes mm-hmm. to the chicken shop, and uh, she talks to Sunny, and she laments how she'll probably be fired soon since they can't get any advertisers for the show. But her class president friend shows up and tries to set Untuk up on a blind date. And the three women joke around with each other. But Sunny and Untuk's friend push her to go on the date. Yeah. So just do it. Mm-hmm. I like that Untuk has a friend other than Sunny. Yeah. Big-eyed friend. Mm-hmm, her big-eyed mm-hmm. friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Untak walks home, and we hear the ghosts gossip about her. Uh, the ghost who used to follow her around explains that now the goblin is gone, and she can no longer see ghosts, and now she's more like a widow rather than the goblin's bride. Which is <laughs> <laughs> sad. Uh, back at home, Untak sobs and wonders why she's always so depressed. Uh... We then cut to Kim Shin stumbling around in the tundra, and he collapses, and the contract that he made with Untuk blows out of his hand. Mm. Very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Her crying in bed was so sad. I know. She's a great actress. Yeah, it was, it was depressing. <laughs> yeah, because she is just like, I feel like she really got that feeling of crying where it just like hurts in your uh-huh. body. And like not even knowing why you're crying, that, like, type uh-huh. of depression where you're so sad and you just don't even know why. hmm <sighs> Back in the regular world. 
<laughs> it starts to snow, and Untak sits alone with a birthday cake. Uh, she lights the candle and asks for someone to save her since she can no longer remember what's left such deep sadness in her heart. Kim Shin hears her words when he's in this, like, fucking purgatory, mm -hmm. um, and smoke appears on his hand after she blows out the candle. <sighs> that was her blowing out the candle. <laughs> so, Sounds great. <laughs> the contract starts to smoke, and Kim Shin appears at Untuk's side. <gasps> I told y'all he wasn't gonna be gone. <laughs> okay, I feel like when I watched this for the first time, I was like crying because I was, I guess, just like more emotional. So happy. But I, well, I was really sad that he like he died. Uh -huh. I think I was just crying because Untak and Reaper were crying a lot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was like, oh, he's back already. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> in Descendants of the Sun, yes, there's that like. Whole it's like episode an or two episode. episodes, yes. Yeah, Oof. it's like an episode and a half. I feel like of us thinking our babies died mm -hmm. and like being with those grieving women, and you think like they're not dead, but they were gone for so long that you're they like, had you questioning? Did did they die though? Yeah, or did one of them die? Uh huh. Yeah, Who that died? was that was a fucking little cliffhanger right there. <sighs> that was the one that got me because god damn it and, yeah, they were, that was... and they were like real people it was like uh -huh. fucking goblins and reapers they were like real normal human that like real things uh -huh. can happen to and it was so fucking heartbreaking and I loved yeah. both couples so much Ugh. yeah that was the time Jill and I cried on the podcast mm -hmm. together <laughs> We'd ask, we'd tell you to go back to season one and listen, but I don't know. I think it's fine. Ah, I, I don't know. I never I listen know. to our episodes because I just can't. I can't hear our conversation after we've had our conversation. <laughs> um, Feels too weird. Yeah, I feel like we've kind of gotten more all over the place since <laughs> Descendants mm -hmm. of the Sun, mm -hmm. but yeah. I just hear myself repeat the same thing a lot, like, episode after episode. I love them together. But, yeah. I just love him. <laughs> it's always, I love something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. I, guys, spoiler, I always love the couples. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? <laughs> or you love, like, not the lead couple, but mm -hmm. the B couple. Mm-hmm. You love the them second. more. Yep. And you want to see yeah. more of them. I don't know if you saw the tweet I tweeted from our K-drama, or podcast account, but it was, like, someone uh, had pictures of Sada Young and What's-Her-Face, mm -hmm. and they were, like, talking about how they are a great couple, and I was like, Rachel's favorites! Yeah, they're totally my favorite. Them two and Bong Bong and Min Min mm -hmm. are my two faves. And yeah. now uh, Kim Shin and uh, Reaper. Yeah. My yes. third fave. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite couple that never was, but should have been. Uh -huh. But I don't know. We're, we're only on episode 14, so yeah, a lot so can, happen. can happen. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, bu -bu -bu -bu. Okay, so he's by her side. Mm -hmm. 
Kimshin tears up and he gives Untuk a big hug and Untuk starts to cry too. And he's holding her for a while, but then she like comes to her senses and apologizes for crying. Then she realizes that a rando hugged her and asks if he knows her. And mm-hmm. she sees him in his Goryeo uniform and wonders if he's an actor because she's like in like an actory, artsy, whatever the fuck building. Yeah, like a production. Company. Yes. And so she points him towards the drama annex and is like, You're in the wrong place. You need to go over there. And Kimshin reflects on God's words as he remembers that he has been erased from everyone's life. Just more chaos. Really inconvenient. Yes, it's just more chaos here. <laughs> PBH. He then finds Dokwa and CEO Secretary Kim at the company's office and yells out to Dokwa, and everyone's confused and freaked out like this fucking weirdo in this old costume is mm-hmm. somehow in this building. CEO Kim lets Kimshin speak, and Kimshin tells Dokwa that he is his uncle and brother, but Dokwa cuts him off. Later on, Dokwa wonders how the crazy guy from before knew about his secret uncle when only he and his grandfather knew the secret. CEO Kim wonders if his uncle's name is Kimshin, but Dokwa is like, no, it would be you. That's not right. Yeah. I ain't got yeah, no. Yeah, because we're. I know no Kimshin. We're family. <laughs> What are you talking about? That will make no sense. Mm-hmm. And the CEO's... Everyone just has, like, a nugget of information. Yes, they don't have the full story. And the CEO's mm-hmm. like, mm, okay. Sure. I'm just gonna eat my soup. Uh-huh. Uh, Kim Shin then goes to see Sunny, but he stays outside of her shop and just watches through a window. Sunny sees him and stops, but he leaves before she can get a better look at him. Because she's like, huh? Like her little cat ears. Mm-hmm perk up when she sees him. Uh, Kim Shin finally stops in front of Reaper's tea room, and we see them looking at each other through the invisible window, and Kim Shin repeats his words from the first episode, saying Reaper is wearing a terribly crass hat. <laughs> Reaper then makes a joke and tears up, and we see that he remembers Kim Shin! Finally, someone! Yay. Your favorite couple. Yes, they remember God each other. could not erase that yeah, memory even, of their love. Even God couldn't resist. He's like, well, just leave the memories. Let it they're, they're good memories. Um, they uh, s- oh, go ahead. Oh, you can do it. Okay. Uh, they sit inside of the tea room and Kim Shin questions how Reaper can still remember him even though no one else can. And then we get a flashback of God, Dokwa, and the Godmother talking about how God should leave Reaper's memory intact so they can remember love. The Reaper cries as as he welcomes Kimshin and begs for forgiveness. Kimshin nods and all seems forgiven. Okay. He just needed to spend nine years in purgatory to mm-hmm. let it all go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, kill the real problem person. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, back at home, Kim Shin is cleaned up. He's back in modern clothes and hair. And he has a drink with Reaper just like old times. Uh, he Reaper? No. Kimshin starts asking about how everyone's doing, and Reaper tells Kimshin how he stayed away from Sunny as his punishment, but he sees Untak every now and then, and that he frequently listens to her radio show. Then they freak out as Dokwa comes in, 
and Kunshin <laughs> tries to hide behind the couch like a dummy, uh, but Dokwa is like, I see those feet. <laughs> um, but he starts to tell Reaper about this weird encounter with the crazy guy, and then he's like, wait, why do I call you uncle down the hall? Why aren't you just my uncle? <laughs> and he's like, when did you start living here? Like, it's like if you just tug at one thread, it all comes, like, mm-hmm. falling apart. Um, so, yeah. Dokwa sees Kimchen's little patas hiding behind the <laughs> sofa, and Kimchen explains that he's Reaper's friend, and we get a funny moment of Reaper shooing Kimchen away, like, similar to how Kimchen did in, like, one of the early episodes. Mm-hmm. But then Kimchen pops into a room upstairs, and we get a hint that Reaper has to erase Dokwa's memory again. Mm-hmm. Like, look yeah, into my a, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we then cut to Untak, who is distracted at work. Her team accidentally reported the weather as 22 degrees, when it should have actually been 2 degrees. Her boss starts to yell at her, but someone runs in and explains that it is 22 degrees in front of their station. Untak runs outside and sees Kim Shin staring at her from across the street. Cute, but creepy. Uh-huh. Creepy for her. Yes. Uh, later on, Untak is at a coffee shop and accidentally summons Kim Shin. And they have an awkward conversation as Kim Shin keeps giving her cryptic answers while she questions his behavior. It's just like she has a suddenly fucking random stalker. Yeah. Not great. No. But it's like, how do you tell her? Like, you can't. You just say, I'm Kim Shin. Remember me? (laughs) (laughs) He does not do that. Um, No, he doesn't. No. He also doesn't have any money. And he keeps trying to borrow some from Reaper, and the Reaper's, like, getting annoyed. So he finally decides to appear in front of CEO Kim and Dokwa, and he arrives in the Kimshin dramatic fashion. Dokwa freaks out, but CEO Kim is calm as always, and Kimshin says he doesn't need the company, he just needs his house, an identity, a credit card, and a nephew. And the CEO's like... He, like, hears, we hear a voiceover of the grandfather again talking mm-hmm. about, like, if you see a man named Kim Shin, blah, 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 blue, blah, 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 whatever. Rain, blah, blah, Yeah, blah. give him everything. Uh-huh. And he's like, yes, you are got him. You. I got it. And poor Dokwa is just, like, now has a new uncle in yes. his life. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Untak is in trouble at work again after losing another sponsor, and she just coincidentally runs into Kim Shin at a bookstore. They talk for a little bit, but Untak gets fed up and tells him to leave her alone. She becomes suspicious of him because he seems to know a lot about her, so he a- she asks where he works. He just points at the company's building and says he's the boss, which is very convenient, <laughs> um, but sounds 100% fake. Uh, he takes her advertisement, he takes her advertisement proposal so he can prove it. He's like, I know that sounded bad, but I will get you a sponsor. I'll (laughs) prove that I'm the boss. Then we cut to Untak sitting with CEO Kim. He signs the contract and explains that he's personally signing it as a request from the president of the company. Untak awkwardly asks for Kim Shin's name and contact information so she can thank him. 
And CEO Kim points out how weird it is that she doesn't know his name, even though he's, like, doing this huge favor for her. But he's like, his name is Yushin Jae, which it, we now learn is the goblin's new name. His legal name. Yushin Jae. Mm-hmm. Um, Untak's department is thrilled that they've secured a new sponsor, and they start to work on a new program, which will reconnect people who have lost touch with each other. Ah. Untak's class president friend likes the show idea and says Untak should try to find the mysterious Kimshin person Untak wrote about in her diary. Mm. Dokwa then brings a letter to the goblins and Reaper household, um, and it's the letter that Untak sent from Canada, like way, way back episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just delivered to the building where Sunny used to have her chicken shop. Kimshin encourages Reaper to deliver the letter to Sunny after Reaper explains that Untak and Sunny live in the same building. So the Reaper, like, goes to the new chicken shop every day to try to give her the letter, but she's never there. And he ends up leaving the letter with one of her employees and leaves, and then they end up running into each other on the street again, and they make eyes at each other, but she doesn't recognize him as she keeps walking. Mm -hmm. And it was really funny. It was funny before, like, when he's walking and every girl is her, uh-huh. I'm just like, oh my god, what is this? What's, what is happening to you, Reaper? You're just yeah. so in love. Get it together. Yeah. Um, I like how he's just like immediately sad boy again. Mm-hmm. And she just gives him a look like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sunny brings the letter to Untak, and they can't get over how weird it is that Untak received a letter from Canada at Sunny's old chicken shop. Uh, Untak insists she's never been to Canada since she doesn't even have a passport, <laughs> and Sunny says she checked the security footage, and the guy who brought the letter was unbelievably handsome. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's not a lie. Nope, not at all. Uh, Untak reads the letter, and we see it was addressed to her mom, which is, like, pretty sad. Um... She wonders if the Ajashi she writes about in the letter is Kimshin and becomes frustrated that she can't remember what happened to her nine years ago. Hmm. Yeah, so she just doesn't remember Kimshin, though. Like, she remembers her mom and, like, everything before, right? Her aunt and all that bullshit. Yeah, it seems like just, like you said, like, the three months she spent with Reaper and Kimshin. And all the memories with him. Yeah, are gone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Kimshin calls Untak, and they go on a walk together. And she tells him that she's going on a vacation, and he encourages her, saying she'll be able to find her own way around like she lives there. And the phone call before was, like, super cute, because she just gets really excited when he calls. And she's, like, really giddy. Yeah. And she accidentally summons him again because yes. she doesn't know she can do that. And so he's just, like, watching her be super yeah. cutesy on the phone. Oh, God, I'd be so embarrassed. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we get, like, little vacation prep montage. Untuck flies to Quebec. Uh, she heads straight for the hotel that the letter came from. And one of the employees explains that the letter was stuck in the mail chute all this time. Reaper and Sunny have sad time alone. Blah, blah, blah. Back in Quebec, mm-hmm. Untuck starts to walk around and sees the red door that Kimshin used as a portal to bring her 
through in the past. Suddenly, Kim Shin walks through the door and awkwardly tries to turn around when he sees Untuk. She calls him out for following her. I think it's a little more than following, like... Yeah. What? <laughs> you didn't even tell him where you were going. <laughs> Creepy. Um, but he insists that he didn't follow her and that he's a good person. He reminds her that she promised to buy him dinner as a thank you for the advertising contract. She agrees and leads the way. End of episode. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that to be the end, honestly. The door yeah, just, it, like, changed. Like, it changed, um, like, filter. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay, it's done now. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a weird stopping point. Mm-hmm. But, whatever. Mm-hmm. Last two episodes. Yeah. Uh, do we have predictions for how the show will end? Ooh. Um... It looks like she's wearing the outfit she was wearing in those those um, future shots that he was seeing of her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's meeting, not meeting, but she's having dinner with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, they all got to remember each other at some point. I just don't know how or when, but it's going to yeah, happen. Don't, I don't really remember either. <laughs> I, I just know, like, it. obviously, it has to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't really have predictions, so I'm just bummed that the fucking rickety Park Jung Ho thing, Hon Hun, wasn't longer. I just wanted yeah. a big show down there. Yeah, I feel like, too, they could have hinted at him being in the present a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, really have a huge fight scene with everyone there. Yeah. And, like, Reaper having to protect Sunny and help Untak and, yeah. you know, have mm-hmm. our quadruple there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want more past life stuff of Kim Sun and Wang Yo falling yes. in love. Yeah, definitely. These but. were definitely good episodes. I For sure. I do like to joke with Andrew when I watch the show because honestly, mm-hmm. I've had to watch these like all episodes in parts because mm-hmm. they're so long. And I like to joke with Andrew and I'm like, this last episode, it's an hour and 20 minutes. I watched for 40 minutes and I still have two hours to watch. it makes no sense but like that's just how it feels because the episodes are just so fucking long (sighs) they are and I feel like the episode episode 13 that was like an hour and 25 or something yeah no it was really long and I was like when I realized what was happening in the episode I was like that's in this episode like we still have to get to that. Like, because I remember, like, the pulling out the sword is, like, super memorable, yeah. obviously. So I knew that would have to happen soon. But I was like, oh, shit. This is the same episode yeah. as all of that stuff? Wow. Yeah. So long. It's crazy. They are. Um, but, my but little, you know. My little Tokibi Edie likes to watch. Aww. She she lays down with me and watches. She usually falls asleep, but 
Like she's asleep right now. She's being a good girl. But she likes to watch. <laughs> Her twin, mm-hmm. Gong Yu. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, do we have any I love yous? Hmm. I will say when Untak is just like inconsolable at the end of 13. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It pulled on those heartstrings. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. Yeah. Really sad. I think, well, in the notes I wrote down, I love you, Reaper and Sunny's everything. <laughs> Of course. So, um, I'm obsessed with them. I love it when Reaper is awkwardly following her, and she calls him out and is like, I like being with you, but we can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. But you know what makes me really sad? Is that at this moment in time, Sunny's still alone in, like, Mm. nine years later. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like... If you're just going to be alone, like, maybe you should have just been with Reaper and been happy. Yeah. This is true. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe she had boyfriends and whatever and was happy with how things were going. But it seemed like she had moved on, so maybe she could have forgiven the person who ordered her death. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it It is quite a hurdle, but she's just so attracted to him. And they're so cute together. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm really tired. You just like them. <laughs> I just like them. Okay. Uh, fashion. I wrote down a lot of stuff this time. Go for it. Okay. Said Untuk's traveling outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunny's sweater when Kimchin comes back. It's like a sweater, but it's like an open back, so you can see her like silky shirt. Uh-huh under the sweater, and she has a cool necklace. It's just an overall cool look. Um, Untak's leather slash shearling jacket looked cool. Dukwa had a floral printed suit that looked cool. Mm-hmm. Dukwa has, like, really cool suits that I feel like Andrew and Alex would look cool in. Yeah. Like, playing shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sunny's blue shirt and plaid skirt. Yeah, I also made note of the floral printed suit. And pretty mm-hmm. much everything Untak wears nine years later, mm-hmm. those are all good outfits. Good she sweaters, loves good the jackets. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, so jealous. I'm just so ready for sweaters and jackets. I, know. I just force it, I still wear them, mm-hmm. but I'm just really hot. <laughs> it's too damn hot. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Do we have anything else? Mm, just watch the last two episodes. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess quick other drama corner. Uh, well, we're going to... Okay. By the time this comes out, it, we will have already posted this, but we're going to watch The Host. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. Check our Patreon for that. Again, only $3 if you mm-hmm. want to get our monthly episodes. Um, but also, again, I just wanted to reiterate how much I'm enjoying Tale of the Nine-Tailed. 
it is really fun so far. As of right now, I've only seen the first four episodes, but it's it's a good drama. And, like, someone tweeted, like, they've never seen Lee Dong-wook play the same type of character in the dramas that they've seen him. And it's kind of true, because in this one, he's, like, really um, chill. Like, mm-hmm. he just doesn't seem to really care about anything. Mm. And I like it. And he has red hair. So that mm. looks cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to talk to us about Tale of the Nine Tales, hit me up on Twitter. Because <laughs> I love to just say, oh, I love him. <laughs> over and over again. Uh-huh. They're so cute. I don't have great insight, but I just you know what love you to like. be enthusiastic. You know what you like, you know what you love, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I bring enthusiasm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes that's just all you need, mm-hmm, you know? Absolutely. So, I guess that's it. Anything else? mm Okay. Well, we will talk to you guys next time for the finale of Goblin. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Goodbye! Bye.